welcome to this week's edition of the Retail Risk Podcast, sponsored by Alltag and thanks to our supporting partner, Aura. Now, my guest this week is Rick Martin. Rick is the CEO at Pinnacle Systems. Now, uh, with a career steeped in the interests of the security industry, Rick has navigated a very, very diverse path. With an engineering background, Rick honed his skills very much hands-on, delving into the nuances of security practices before transitioning into design and project management. Now, a self-proclaimed techie at heart, Rick's career is a testament for his love of technology. But in his new role as the CEO of Pinnacle Systems, Rick finds himself at the forefront of these technological advancements, facilitating Pinnacle's proposition to the market, and specifically in sectors such as retail, which of course is why we're talking today. Uh, Rick, welcome. Hi, Paul. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Dr. Absolute pleasure. Now, I often like to ask this question, and before we get going, young Rick at school, formative years at school, was the security industry always the dream or was there something else that you wanted to do? Oh, no, it was it? You know, I was out on my bike, building dens, not a clue what I was going to do in the world at all, um, which probably led me astray slightly at school, let's say. I, I did all right, but uh, I wasn't, I'm, I'm not the academic type. I was more so, let's take this apart and tinker with it and try and put it back together or, you know, how can I push myself a little bit? Um, I remember going to the careers counsellor at school and they're saying, right, well, what do you want to go to uni? I'm like, well, I don't think I'll go to uni because I'm not quite sure what I want to do. So I don't, I, don't want, I don't know how to commit to anything like that. You know, there's no point in just doing something random. And she goes, oh, all right. Well, I'm not sure what you can do then. I'm like, well, great. That's, that's great careers advice, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I sort of bundled around a little bit. I actually debated going to uni eventually in sort of like late teens, sort of early 20s to do um, structural engineering, so quite fancy bridges. Um, but obviously that didn't happen and I fell into the secure industry. So, and that is interesting, though, there was that sort of, certainly in the UK, that idea for a while that you just had to go to university. People had sort of forgotten about the fact that you know, we needed people to do stuff and build stuff. So uh, well done you for, for going down the doing and building. So having decided not to go to university, was there a was there a calling? Was it just a, a job that popped in the local paper? Where was that first step? So, uh, so um, as usually, it's parents saying, get a job, get a job. So I just, you know, I got a job and sort of just bundled through life, uh, enjoying my youth, let's say, slightly misspent, as I've already said. And then uh, I suppose like quite a lot of men out there, I met a woman, a good woman, and I thought, right, I need to, you know, I need to, I need to get my life together. Um, what shall I do? And through a completely random sequence of events, uh, my, my now wife, who I've been, we've been married for, 13 years, been together over 20 years now. Uh, she randomly went to her sister's uh, tanning salon and she bumped into a guy I know who had randomly also gone to get a, 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 um, a suntan randomly and his parents owned a local uh, security company. And they got talking and, he, and she said, oh, what's Rick up to? And she's oh, well, he's not sure what to do. And they said, oh, well, we're looking for an apprentice engineer. And uh, went for the interview, Got job, started on the tools, and that was it. Got into the security industry. <laughs> I love that. That is one of the most uh, random starts that I think I've ever heard. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta love a tanning tanning salon for a, for a place to uh, connect. So, you literally you did go in. So you'd got this interest in doing stuff, taking it apart, 
which I could yeah. always do. It's yeah. the putting back together bit that I always had to ring a mate to come and help with. But I presume <laughs> you could take it apart and put it back together. And so this was literally installer, learning the ropes, the, the whole sort of apprentice. Yeah, remix. I mean, I, I, yeah, I started as an apprentice on, what was it, seven grand a year or something ridiculous like that. Um, but actually, I didn't actually do much install work. I got into uh, commissioning, so I'm quite a good problem solver. And I went out with the guys, and just there's a couple of few, few couple of things. I just I just walked into someone and just quickly worked a few things out, and they're like, actually, they're out, okay. So I was there, I got into servicing, and I was servicing stuff for you know maybe a year or so, eighteen months. Um, but then there was one install guys having problems with cameras, and then I went to help them out. And then all of a sudden, I became their like camera guy. It just kind of snowballed from there, really. And so I presume at that point you ended up getting an overview of, of, of a, you know, a whole raft of bits yeah. of technology and all sorts. So what what was the transition from the hands-on, if you like, to sort of, you said you're already commissioning and problem solving, you know, where did it go next? So, I mean, I left, um, so I was with that company for about two and a half, three years. And then I went to a... Um, it was a national company, but it's quite a small national company. So I wanted to, I wanted to expand my knowledge into larger CCTV systems. So I was there for about a year. And then again, another random sequence of events. Um, a friend of mine just finished university and he'd seen a, he was looking for a job and he'd seen a job advert for a company called Sensory, um, who were looking for um, like a, a head engineer, to start building up their security division. And Sensory, um, big AV company, operates in the ultra net worth and the marine industry. So I was like, wow, I'm based in Macclesfield as well. And I looked at the job role, I was like, hmm, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give him a call. Anyway, went, went for the interview and um, yeah, ended up getting the job. So, and the first thing I was presented with was a 96 meter super yacht with 40-odd access control doors, 50-odd uh, cameras, long-range thermal sensors, deck sensors, integration with the radar systems. And I was a bit like, oh, okay, well, let, let's get on with it. And two years later, that project was delivered. So I've never been scared to sort of push myself and challenge myself. But through that process, I was doing the install, but then I had to do the design aspect. But then I kind of got pulled into the project management aspect. And again, it just it just grew and grew and grew. And I've, you know, I've, I've always struggled with certain things like with confidence and things like that. But over the last, you know, 10, 15 years, I've just, I've constantly pushed myself, tried different things, new things. I just keep getting better and better at it. And that's kind of like led me to the point I am today, really. And, and how interesting, that's not a first gig, is it? Could you come and, uh, you know, spend some time on a super yacht and, uh, and and just help with... I'm still waiting for that invite. If anybody's listening to have a super yacht, I, I, I still haven't had that, uh, that, that that invitation. But, yeah, so I guess, you know, because of... And I do know Century as a business, you know, very, very diverse range of uh, projects. Again, I imagine you're exposed to. And, um, and again, more boxes ticked on the Rick can do this list. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's, it's it... I mean, Central, you know, it was an amazing time. I was there for a long time, but obviously it went throughout time. I came through from a head engineer to basically running the security department for it. So I've had a kind of a career within it. But I mean, the projects we had were amazing. And, and you know, I'm never scared of trying something new. Um, 
because you know as, as long as you're willing to speak to people collaborate you know anything's possible really if you just put your mind to it and, you, and especially if you've got you know some, you know good bunch of people around you i mean some of the projects we've been you know like the massive super yachts you know, you're traveling you've got logistics issues you've got power issues just you know you're in an environment where you know, you can't just walk around with tools on so you scratch a door it's, you know it could be a twenty thousand pound door you know the furniture something like that so uh yeah, you know, I got a good introduction to technology and integration as well. We did a lot of customer integration work and very challenging environments from, um, so you got very technical um, and, you know, equipment there, but you've got deckhands and the crew member have got to operate these systems. So actually try and take something very complicated and get it down to a simple interface is quite hard, but that's kind of what we achieved. And this is where Pinnacle was born from. And, from and so you, you, you mentioned Pinnacle there. So, um, all of that expertise are uh, sensory. So, talk to me about the the jump and lastly, how yeah, how you arrived at, at Pinnacle. So it all started. So we're you know we got these yachts um, as a spec, and at this stage, I'm I, I've got to do design for this thing. Um, and obviously, you know, there's, there's fantastic products in the market. So we'd go, we knew we'd go look at a VMS or something, but then we got to do some integrations with it. We got some custom integration. So you go to the manufacturer and say, could you do this? So what well, we could do, but it's probably going to cost you X thousands of pounds, you know, 20,000 pounds. It'll take nine months. We'll own the, own the IP. But also there'll be things like, you know, on a boat, the security risk does change. It's a bit like in the normal, you know, day or night or different shift patterns. So trying to get the system to be reconfigured for when the crew are on, the crew are off, or they're underway, it got very complicated. On the other side, you go to one like a piece or something again fantastic systems you go and put it in but then you're into 200 grand you know 50 200 grand once it's all configured so also pushed out the budget so i had the great idea of going to um to the, to the board of century going actually i think we could probably build you know a platform to start integrating these systems together for the yachts and so it won't make any money it'll just give us a usp and that's how it all started we had a very basic system and um yeah it went really well we started winning some really pro good projects because we could do everything to the spec, but we're doing a slightly re uh, reduced fee, uh, reduced cost on it all. So we're doing that for a number of years. We're getting really good feedback from the boats. And then I had the ideas like, hmm, could this work in the sort of mainstream security uh, sector? So we started showing a few people and they're like, okay, this is interesting. This is interesting. But at the time, we were capturing faults, so not just alarms and events, and it's all real-time data as well, but we're managing faults. And I had the concept of pushing up the faults up to a portal so you can manage your, your infrastructure uh, and all your assets. And then as we're showing people going, hmm, could this work multi-site? <laughs> and then it just kind of grew from there, really. And then, well, we incorporated Pinnacle two year, uh, May 22. So probably, you know, just you know, about two years ago now, we just, I, I put a big, um, big uh, presentation together to the board of the century and the back of the century saying, look, you know, I think, I think we could be on something here. And we've got the go ahead, we incorporate Pinnacle and the last two years have been um, fully commercialized a product ready for launch. So yeah, it's been interesting. Mark. Very exciting time. So how would you describe Pinnacle? So the business is there now yeah for those that don't know it we bump into it how would you describe pinnacle and and, and its offering so this, this this has been a challenge what especially was the early days you know, what have we built it is something very different 
But in a nutshell, we are a blend of a PSM and a Llama Steam software. Again, PSM's fantastic bits of kit, they're very good at all the real, real time data and pulling all the stuff together, but you can't distribute across loads of sites. On the alarm receiving um, uh, end, again, you know, send to all these other big platforms, they're great, but all they do is receive events. They can't get the real-time data. So what we've built is a, you know, a cost-effective solution where you can put piece and level tech on the ground spread across multi-sites. Then you've got the portal pushing up alarms and faults. So when you've got like a SOC or something, the, the, the secure operation center, you've got this complete end-to-end -end solution. So that's what we've built. We've not got a name for it, we've not got an acronym for it yet. It'll come. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, we're we're an open integration platform. So yeah, rather than being a VMS that integrates or an access control system that integrates, we're like a piece and we're not bound by anything, we've got no corporate ties. So we can, if somebody's got an API or an SDK, we can work with it. But we've also built the product, so it's not just focus on security here we're exploring industrial IoT, uh you know safety equipment environmental equipment like refrigeration monitoring you know we've done like vape detection we've done oxygen sensing things like that we can pull all this into our system link it through to the cameras create responses like emails uh pa systems pushing alarms up to the portal um and as well as monitoring these things like with a fault so it doesn't matter if it's your cameras your access control your detectors your your conveyor belt, your refrigeration systems, your till systems, your ATMs. We can funnel all this data up, up through our the portal. So from an operations point of view, you've just got one screen to manage all your estate. And that's kind of what everyone's getting quite excited about when they see what, what we've built so far and, and where we're going with the long term as well. And and given all of that, uh, you know, I, I, you know, do you feel you're the only people doing this at this, at this point? Is that what makes the business different the fact that you've taken this problem put a different slant on it and that's what people are getting interested about yes yeah definitely like i say you've got you know um you, like i say you have a vms does integrations but you have to use their vms again access control you have to use our access control system so like with us you could have a site you, know, you could have 20 sites and each one could have a different configuration you know different intruder different ccc different access control okay. our system will pull it all together and it's that that you think, so you're sort of saying, you know, that's why retailers should come and talk to you guys because, you know, you can adapt to what's going on. Is that is that why you're saying, come yeah. on, guys and girls, come and talk to us? Yeah, I mean, there's a, few, there's a few reasons, really. So one, yeah, is that. So we're saying, look, if you've got a mixed bag, say like you've got, you know, 1,500 stores, and over the years, let's face it, would have tried a few different things. You may have, you know, 30% on one, 40% on another, we can pull that together. If you are looking to do um, an upgrade over three years, we can say, well, actually, you can put our system in on your existing system and you could roll out an upgrade path over the next three years and we just bring them in online. Right. Um, also, as well, um, because we are, because all we've got to worry about is integrations. Well, obviously, we've got the front end printing yeah. and things like that. So when someone comes and says, can you integrate stuff? We say, yes, and we don't charge for it either. So actually adding in, your fog generators, your, your vape detection, you're exploring aggression detection at the minute, you know, the facial recognition, um, you know, monitoring the till systems, the ATM, refrigeration monitoring, your bakery equipment. Um, I mean, Christ, we could probably pull in HR you know, data if, if we wanted to. Mm -hmm. 
um, and pull it all together because our view is we can help you reduce loss, improve safety, uh, reduce manpower as well to bring ROI onto the product. Um, and then the other thing as well is, you know, we listen. We're not just building something and saying buy our product. We're saying, look, this is what we've built so far. What are, what are you views? So, and this is, this is, you know, there's, there's a lot of me in this, you know, I like, I like exploring things like challenging things, like pushing things and, you know, trying to be, you know, just trying to be different about things because, you know, it's, there's a lot of the same in the security industry and we're just trying to come at this from a completely different angle. Um, no. What was one, one other thing as well, um, on the pricing of the products as well, we're very flexible on that as well. So we can either do you know, subscription, we can capitalize it. So you know, the budget come out of the OPEX or the CAPEX as well, which you know, seems quite favorable in these markets as well. Yeah, and it's, uh, you're right, it's interesting. You know, it's almost as if they can, you can be deployed. You know, often people have to standardize across all of the tech before they start to integrate. And obviously not having to do that before they can um bring it all into one place has got to be an appealing proposition for for many yeah yeah exactly i mean there's the way i see it there's um there's so many fantastic solutions i mean the, the technology that's coming out is, is is brilliant and it can really help the retailers we just want to be that piece that pulls it all together so you can say actually right i like that system i like that system i like that system they come to come to us and we'll say yeah we'll integrate it and off we go and it, it just gives people the freedom and they're not locked down either as well um and yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's why we're different. Yeah, and and I'm delighted to say that uh, it looks like we're going to see you at retail risk uh, later this year in person, sort of uh, showing the wares. Maybe you'll have come up with a name by then. Perhaps perhaps well, that's yeah. the uh, that's that's the target. But but other than uh, your enthusiasm and uh, and big smile and possibly uh, you taking apart anything that you can get your hands on uh, <laughs> at the event, what what else can people expect to to see from you? Yeah, so our plan for that is um, I mean, we've got a big long list of integration we need to do. So uh, for retail risk, we want to get the system up and running and just, just show it to the retailers. Just say, look, you know, this, this is what we can do. This is how we can help you. Um, I say we've got live trials starting now. Uh, we've got a long list of customers, you know, waiting for this to go in. So by then there'll be loads of use cases we can do. And yeah, I'm really confident that these these retailers are gonna just be like, yeah, this is this is something we need to explore 100 percent And uh yeah, also be big smiles and yeah, hopefully I'll be a laugh along the way because you know you need to enjoy yourself, don't you? Well, that's it, and especially with the amount I know uh, before we came on air, you're sort of talking through where you are with the trials and the rollout. There's a lot going on. So uh yeah. yeah, people like to feel there's a little bit of validation there, and uh it, it seems you'll be able to bring that forward and say, look, there's all of these integrations uh, maybe you run a competition all these uh, test sites with the with, with the name the product so as long as you oh, don't we, end we, up we, with uh, boaty mcboat was it that uh, when we asked the public oh, to honestly, name we, the uh, explorer we've asked so many people and you know i've even been on chat gpt thing and we just can't you come up with one but then it's like oh it's already been used like sim or something or, or voip came up it's like yeah we can't use voip because it's already there so It'll come out at some point. <laughs> yeah, check what VoIP is in Latin. Maybe that's the way to go. So look, um, what what next for the business? What are the plans, you know, short and medium term with this? Obviously get the trials done, but but where do you think this can go? Yeah, so we're, we're launching with what we've got in the minutes, uh, which obviously, you know, we've got, we've got certain integrations, which, which we've tried to be quite tactful about, and we've got a certain feature set, but there's a lot of crazy ideas in my head. And... Um, uh, so over the next, you know, sort of 12, 18 months, we're going to start bringing them into it. Uh, integrations as well, we're going to be picking up the pace on that. So um, 
I'll say we're just we're exploring our options and we're trying to concentrate on integrations that maybe don't exist or maybe bring added benefits um, to again certain sectors like again hospitality, retail, um, sort of healthcare and things like that. So we're going to be very very busy. Um, I say some of the ideas I can't really talk about yet because they're, they're quite groundbreaking. Um, we've you know, we've even got some um, patent applications on some of the stuff we're doing. So it's going to be exciting times with that. So that's probably the sort of short to medium. Um, on the medium to long, and this again gets really interesting and where I properly geek out is we are fully um, planning on exploring the whole AI machine learning aspects of it all. Um, because of our product, we are always listening. So we are you know, harvesting quite a lot of data. So the, the benefits and applications that could come out of that, you know, to help predictions and things like that is going to be sort of mind-blowing. Uh, I'm very fortunate. I have quite a few techie friends as well. So, yeah, I overhear what they're saying. I'm going, oh, okay, that's quite interesting. Um, and with the AI aspect as well, we're looking at new ways, again, outside of security, which can use the data holding to help certain aspects as well. Again, I can't talk too much about that openly in a minute. But, yeah, exciting times. You can, there's only you and I on here, Rick. There's, don't worry about the other thousands that normally normally choose. Just you and I. You, you feel free to, to overshare anything if you want to and, and let us know what's going on. But we but we like crazy. We like to hear of crazy coming down the line. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll, it'll be guided. You know, we last day we do like listening to people and we don't just build things and just go for it. You know, we, we come up with concepts, we'll run focus groups, we'll speak to industry peers, uh, customers, end users, say, look. This is what we're thinking. What are you, your views on it? And we feel, and to be fair, that's how we got to this stage where we are today. And that is something we'll continue heavily because that will mould, hopefully. You'll never get the perfect product, but yeah, I can be a bit of a perfectionist and uh, yeah. <laughs> I would like to get there. There you go. So um, lastly, you know, obviously a lot of plans there for the business. I'm really interested, 2024 for you personally, uh, what, what, what goals have have you got obviously a bit of bit of crazy bit of innovation bit of ai but i view that in the sort of the the, the pinnacle camp what what are you going to be up to uh right so like i say i'm a big advocate for exercise and, and, and sort of mental well-being um it's helped me massively you know so i used to be a very unconfident person anxiety for a roof um you know plenty of dark days in the past and then i found exercise and it completely changed my life. Uh, I, again, I wouldn't be able to do what I do today without it all. Um, but me being me, I like a challenge. Uh, so I first got into running and then fell running and then ultra running. Um, so, I mean, I'm if BP might have seen on LinkedIn. So me and our chairman, we were swimming in a lake the other day. It was minus nine degrees. The lake was frozen. Uh, so we're in there, which is fantastic. Um, but I've actually got, uh, I did get injured a while ago, um, so I've, I've not done any ultra marathons for a while, so I've backed off a bit now, so I'll just do, I, I kind of run a swim, a mountain bike, but I've got a uh, an event called the St. Sunday Mountain Race in July, which is 18 miles, but there's about 7,000 feet of ascent through the Lake District, so um, I'm going to be doing quite a bit of training with that, but just just something about just, I mean, trying to roll up a hill is horrendous, but you get to the top and it's just a buzz and a sense of achievement and it just drives me. So, and I think I, I like, I like a focus. I like a project. It, it focuses my, my mind and, and everything. And I always get it done. 
Um, so yeah, that's that's the big event this year. I've not done anything too crazy because obviously I've got a massive focus on Pinnacle, but um, I'll be out there finding big hills for silly things to climb and stuff like that. Well, well, the very best of luck with the fell running, the big hills. Uh, yeah. Yet yeah, the uh, the minus nine breaking the ice to go for an open water swim. Uh, is most impressive. I've done open water swimming, but that's in a wetsuit in the summer. I've never been there <laughs> breaking ice, so I was super impressed with that. Um, I wish you all the very best with Pinnacle. We absolutely look forward to seeing you in person at uh, at something retail risk related later in 2024. But for now, Rick, amazing. Thank you for taking the time to join me. All the very best, and uh, we'll no doubt uh, check in again soon. But for now, Perfect. thank you. Perfect. Cheers, Paul.